0: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be alive in America. This is your boy, TJ, and I'm coming at you with another episode of the Soapbox. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is going to be a great episode, and we're going to continue on the path of enlightenment that we've already started. So just sit back, relax thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the episode with no further ado we're gonna jump on in all right there's so much to talk about when it comes down to the clan that in all honesty there's no way to pack it all into a 30 to 40 minute episode so that's why i decided to break everything up into sections and i know for the last few weeks we've been talking or discussing the very beginning but now the episodes from here on will basically focus on particular portion of the life of being in the clan so with this episode I'm, of course, going to sprinkle in some some facts that you guys need to know about this experience. But for the most part, in this episode, I'm going to focus on relationships. And these are not just intimate relationships, because you kind of had three different realms when it came down to how the clan affected the people you dealt with. So, of course, you had friendships is one thing. Then you had intimate relationship, and then you had family, because the clan affected all those differently so there's one thing that you need to understand before we even go any deeper into that is that you know all through high school the clan kind of had a very surreal feeling i mean to hear sifu talk and all of the things that we did you felt like you were living in some type of fairy tale and at some point in time it was all just gonna go away that kind of lasted all through grade school or at least up until 12th grade once we got out of school or more along the lines once sifu got out of school the clan took on a very serious and permanent feeling there were portions of the clan that became really really final really finite and one of the biggest things that affected us was exile because prior to us getting out of school you know exile was more of a a situation where you were just you just pushed away from the clan you were shunned like someone bad someone negative but once we got out of school exile took on real real consequences there was a huge fear of physical assault at all times because sifu made it really clear that the penalty for turning on the clan was definitely severe and being exiled was probably the highest level of disregard and disrespect to the clan that you could have he would even use the term treason a lot and the penalty had gotten so severe for people leaving that many of us i would dare say about all of us toward the end of it was so worried that we feared death more so than anything else but there's a process that got us to this point i want you to recognize that no members have ever lost their lives due to them being exiled but with the way sifu communicated situations that he himself would witness to from being a part of this fictitious group called niconami all of us feared the worst about being exiled from the Clan. And see, that's another major element of this whole destructive organization, cult, gang member lifestyle. There's a fear element that has to come into play. And no matter what group you're a part of, they're going to work it in slowly but surely so that you begin to develop a completely dire need to stay involved in this organization. Almost to the extent that if you don't, then it is quite possible that your life could end or that life as you know it could be changed so drastic that you would be so uncomfortable that it would be like living a horrible life at all times most groups try to install that into their people so this is kind of what leads us up to the majority of what the subject matter of this week's episode is all about because sifu's whole effort was to create a very major dynamic of us versus them Inside of the clan, there was a serious effort to make us believe every single member that the only people that you could trust, the only people that you could love, the only people that cared about you enough were the members of the clan, family members that were brought into the fold. Everybody else had a hidden agenda, everybody else was a threat. And this was even for your most trusted family member this was even for people that you had loved and cared for your entire life and in some scenarios this was even for people who had been married sifu worked diligently to create a situation where you would not even trust your own parent your blood kin brothers sisters that live in the same house as you that the only individual that deserved your complete trust were the ones that were inside of the clan and they were the only ones who knew enough or understood enough about life and what was going on to truly understand your rationale for the decisions you made and for your dedication to your mission this created a very very hard dynamic when it came down to anything that we did as far as relationships with anybody every single person that we dealt with there was this strain or struggle because we had to balance two different worlds of understanding in order to really, truly be able to have any type of semblance of a normal relationship with anybody, this was to include our our parent, this was to include our friends, our work uh, associates, people that we knew are our lives, people we went to school with. This was a very difficult and daunting task. And seafood didn't make it any easier because he put a lot of weight on the things that these individuals said in comparison to the things that he would say or do nothing could be contrary to the clan and nothing could be in opposition to his particular rule or order and that's the way it was so in order to really understand the entire situation when it comes down to the relationship of the clan then you've got to kind of understand the breakdown of the different relationships that were going on inside of the clan at the time throughout the entirety of my time inside of the clan there were multiple situations that played a major dynamic on the mentalities of various individuals inside the group none of these situations were positive or ended positive and many of these situations could have turned into very beautiful relationships but because of the taint of the clan and the strain that the clan placed on them it morphed them and warped them into something that was very toxic and caused a lot of Anger and pain and frustration for many different people. Now, some of the relationships that I think are the most damaging ones mimic the same relationship that I talked to you guys about last week with M and Blade, or the fictitious character that Sifu was taking on as this Blade persona. Well, the truth of the matter is, Blade wasn't the first persona that Sifu, quote unquote, allowed to use his body in a relationship type atmosphere we had a member or what i would consider another persona that sifu created by the name of kitty and kitty was supposed to have been a female of another species that sifu met in the hidden masters realm and of course this kitty persona was supposed to be a higher leveled type being than any of us um as a matter of fact from the time that kitty was introduced to the clan until the time i left her actions inside of the clan though they were created by sifu were some of the most influential in how we did things but kitty's presence alone was not just the most damaging part of this relationship because initially kitty and k began what i would consider a very intimate relationship initially it started with nothing more than letters back and forth between the two and then before i knew it kitty was embodying sifu and coming to this area or coming to this world to have meetings with Kay in sifu's body i think that this was one of the most damaging element of sifu's approach to the clan because he was manipulating not only Kay's belief that sifu would never do him any harm but he was literally creating an imaginary relationship for k and not just allowing it to to build up on his own but he was actually fueling fanning the flames so to speak of this this diabolical plot to hold on to k's mentality now what also made this extremely detrimental was that eventually it was the divide of this situation that really caused K to end up being exiled because after high school like I said things changed K had a lot of pressure on him from the clan from Sifu specifically because Sifu pushed K so hard and a lot of it would amount to abuse physically and mentally I am personally surprised that K lasted as long as he did and he's a good guy or he was a good guy then and he is a good guy now giving his all to the clan the best he knew how and he was he was going on with this imaginary relationship that sifu has created but that relationship fell apart now there's a story that i'm going to tell you about kay leaving the clan but that's in another episode right now i want to focus on these relationships but kay wasn't the only person that this kitty persona was supposed to have been in relationship with because after kay left of course Kitty was destroyed, heartbroken, torn apart, and we dealt with that for a little while. But then A came, and when A came, he and this Kitty persona ended up becoming an idol. And this was by far one of the most bizarre situations because A was already very in tune with the idea of the fantasy that we were living. So, there were a lot of elements to to this situation that A was already willing to accept before him and Kitty even got together. And when we moved to Maryland, there were times when Kitty supposedly embodied inanimate objects that A would treat as her. She embodied individuals that A would see on television or in movies or in music. And what was the most famous individual that this kitty persona was supposed to have embodied was janet jackson so of course a brought all her cd pictures any type of movie or film anything that had anything to do with janet jackson a was all about it and sifu continued to fuel this process and fan these flames however what sifu did not do with a and i always found this to be interesting sifu refused to allow kitty to engulf his body body so that she and a could be together now of course you know those were damaging relationships but they were damaging mentally to the individuals who were susceptible to that understanding now make no mistake about it none of us absolutely none of us were so mentally enlightened that we could not have fallen for the same trap as a and k but the rest of us experienced some very difficult relationship situations Ourself. Now, I want you to understand that there are key individuals in this entire story. Later on, I'm going to tell you a lot more about the two D brothers because they are very influential. K is very influential, and I'm going to tell you a lot about him later on too. But there's one individual who is extremely important to the story, and that's Robert, especially when it comes to this relationship situation, because initially Robert and m were an item and through sifu's manipulation of of both robert and m he was able to divide that to continue his master plan to get m in the position that he wanted her in but in the meantime sifu began a totally different approach with robert because what he did with robert is the same thing that he did with me the same thing he did with k and the same thing he did with t my brother and that is he began to shape and mold a father son dynamic with us all those four now anybody else that was a part of the clan can talk about how close they were to sifu but there were no other members in the clan that were as close to sifu as me k t and robert a became close to sifu once things started progressing into the migration to maryland but even once we all sort of moved to that area and centralized there you could tell without a doubt who sifu's favorites were inside of the clan and robert was one of them sifu created a major dynamic between himself and robert his father's son he even went as far as creating a specialized ranking for robert that gave him the ability to be sifu's protector above of all other ranks and yes we had a ranking structure inside the clan and i'm going to explain that on a different episode but not only did sifu spend so much time pumping his own mental ideologies into robert but he continued time and time again to fuel robert along with a few others with this prophecy that robert was supposed to play a major role in along with a few others and that was just another relationship that he he tainted and attempted to shape it so that it was to his benefit now robert alone though wasn't the most detrimental piece to the puzzle that connected him and sifu and the clan because robert had a stepbrother and his brother had a wife and these two allowed sifu to live with them when sifu's dad kicked him out of the house see after high school there were some major transitions that happened and sifu's father was made to look like he was the enemy but in all actuality sifu's father saw through everything that his son was doing of course he did because he had been with him for a large portion of his life we were the fools that were falling for whatever he spit out of his mouth but sifu's father had enough and he kicked sifu out of their house and sifu had practically nowhere to go so Robert's brother and his wife welcomed Sifu into their household, but they welcomed Sifu in under the understanding that Sifu was who he was. So now think about this dynamic. You've got a male and a female in a marriage, and they bring this guy into their household who literally takes over because, of course, we see him a certain way. They were both associates at the time, so they saw him a certain way. And then what made this situation even worse was that they both decided to join the clan, but only one of them was able to pass the test to join. So this situation created a wedge in the middle of a marriage with a young baby tethered to this marriage. But Sifu didn't care. His whole focus was the clan. And in truth, after it's all said and done, neither one of them lasted long enough to make it to Maryland because eventually they both fell off from being a part of the clan but for a large period of time there was continued strife with inside of that family due to the clan imposing in their life due to sifu planning himself in the middle of these people's household and splitting their marriage up with no regard no remorse no bad feelings no care and think about the mental strain that this had to place on robert even though he showed clear dedication to the clan i guarantee you that robert felt horrible watching this unfold before his very eye me and robert had a conversation this week about these episodes and he made a very strong and valid point that i have to stress to everyone before i move on the day that robert was exiled from the clan me and my brother t were responsible for removing him we took all his stuff everything that he had gotten from us and we put him in My car and we drove him out, and our orders were to beat him until he was bloody. When we got to our destination, we barely even touched Robert. And I know and I can speak for my brother T when I say this, we cared a lot for each other. You don't spend that many years with a person, and at the drop of the dime, you're able to just cut them off without some type of emotional attachment. And we had spent enough time with Robert and become close enough to Robert that we truly felt like brothers. And to this day, he he is my brother and i call him my brother and if he needs me i will gladly assist him as a matter of fact since i have been back i have been able to be a part of his wedding conduct the music for his wedding uh reception and we have stayed in contact and discussed a lot about what's happened so those relationships struggled and there are many of us inside of this situation that built relationships that were that were tested and still are because like i said there are so many people people that were involved that can't see me as a good guy and that's all right so the the major intimate relationship a lot of them took a strain because it was so hard to be in a relationship with somebody because if they were not in the clan then you had this trust element but at the same time if they were somebody that was approved then you couldn't tell them anything about the clan so everything had to be somewhat of a cover-up until the day Came when you could actually tell them. Now every relationship had to be approved. Sifu had to condone any individual that you chose to date. And there were really strict qualifications too. Sifu didn't believe in smoking because smoking killed your chi. So you couldn't date a person that smoked because ultimately the, the negative chi that they developed from smoking would, would eat in turn come onto you and tank your chi. If you were an individual individual who was married or had kids then nine times out of ten sifu was not going to approve me or any one of the member dating somebody that had any extra baggage whatsoever and you were not allowed to have children until it was approved by sifu and according to sifu we had too much training to do to prepare for the future we did not have time to have families of our own so me and my brother t to a certain degree we were still very interested in female while we were in the clan and at, a, at about the same time we both started dating female the female that t started dating i'm gonna call her s and of course the female that i started dating at the time we're gonna call her tr now in truth both relationships started somewhere around the same time but there were very different elements to the two i don't know exactly how deep t's relationship was with s but i do know that they were very very close and s was was very quiet and i could see how hard it was for t to deal with s without giving her detail about the clan and i know that was hard i know it was rough and i took a different route because as me and tr got closer i began telling her about the clan about our training about what was going on inside the the organization and she always had questions she was really my original love our relationship started in high school and i'll never forget one of the most memorable moments of our relationship was the fact that her mom did not approve of me dating her so i came up with this diabolical plan that i was gonna sneak over to her house one night she's gonna get in the car we were gonna drive off and we were gonna never never come back i told sifu my plan and he was all for it he was so go with this plan and it was just it was young youthful foolishness that would have never worked but at the same time here i am being guided by this this guy who has no idea how he's destroying people's lives as he goes well needless to say that situation did not turn out well but it did honestly change some things for our relationship because after that i think tr's mom started to realize just how much we cared about each other and she started to allow me to be around her more and her to be around me more now i was always pressured by sifu when it came to tr when was i going to bring her in when was i going to pull her into the fold when was she going to join the clan well needless to say that situation never happened because tr and i we broke up um i truly believe that she was always second best because the clan was always in front and TR was not willing to be second so she moved on but TR was probably my introduction to love when it came down to the clan but she wasn't the most influential relationship I was in the second relationship I got into while I was in the clan was with someone that I'm going to call Angel now Angel was probably the most important person that I had met at that particular time in the clan in my life And the events that happen between me and Angel will live with me until the day I die. We fell in love with each other very fast. And it's amazing how we ended up together. Because the way we met was really, really weird because I was dating TR and Angel was dating TR's brother. And we met each other on a trip to Carowind, riding in the same car, my car, going to Carowind. It was years later that, of course, we would run into each other again. Now, what was interesting about this time is that there was a transition period where seafood and a moved to maryland in preparation of us all coming to maryland during that time my brother and i we sort of took it upon ourselves to dig into some of the music that we did Seafood was always about our music and about entertainment and movies and acting that was something that he was really into i mean he clearly was an actor so sifu allowed us to embellish our musical fantasy so to speak and we would do recordings and we would go and sing so my brother and i were at the school that angel went to and we were supposed to be out there doing some singing at one of the events and of course i ran into angel hadn't seen her in forever and we talked and she told me about uh an event that was happening later on and so we ended up meeting up again and from there on from that day forward our relationship turned into to a full blown romance. And I would go to her house daily and she would come to mine. And we really, really connected. We really became close. It was at that particular time a fabulous relationship. But in my mind, it was so tainted because I knew that the day was coming when I would have to explain to her what I was involved in, what I was about. So I had the conversation with Sifu. I told him how I felt about her. And and I told him that I wanted to start talking to her about the clan. And one of his main focuses before he gave me his blessing was, was I going to recruit her to join? Because of course there was no way he was going to let us get married or have kids or anything like that if she wasn't a member. So of course my answer was always, yes, that is going to be my effort. And while our relationship went on, I have to say that Angel loved me unconditionally anything i asked she did and i was very very bad i was very rough i was very harsh yes i treated her like a female no i wasn't beating her or whooping on her or or cheating on her or anything like that but i was very very distant very harsh and i asked her to do a lot of things for me that i know hurt her feeling and in one conversation that she had she told Told me all she ever wanted from me was for me to love her. And I did. I truly, truly did love her. But I did not love her more than I loved the clan. And that's where our divide happened. She missed her prom at school because of me. Because, for one, the clan, Sifu, had decided that we wouldn't go to proms because proms were a part of the world. And we didn't participate in that kind of stuff. Two, the group that I was singing in at the time had booked a singing engagement a competition on the same night as her prom so there was a choice that had to be made of course either it was going to be her prom or the event and that was clearly already decided on my part but angel loved me enough to where she decided that she was gonna forego her prom and come with me to my event and she did I remember we were down here and this was after I left and came back when I um Um, came back and i'm about to tell you about that situation when i came back there were times when i didn't have any money to do anything buy food get gas anything like that because of course i didn't have a job angel a long time ago in the beginning of our relationship told me about a coin collection that her grandmother had started her own while i was down here with no money i forced angel to spend those coins knowing how much sentimental value those coins had to her knowing how much it meant for her to see every single one of them leave i asked her and she did so when i moved to maryland it was one of the hardest things that angel could do the day that i left she cried it was painful for her it was stressful for me it was painful for me too but i just didn't know how to handle the situation of the unknown but i left angel behind and a few other members of the clan were here to kind of look out for her and make sure she was okay but i went up to maryland to start a new life or to help construct the life that sifu said that we needed to build after i was there for a while and we moved angel came up when angel went back home i remember this day like it was no other angel called me and she told me with tears that she was pregnant and she didn't know what to do at that time i didn't know what to do the bombshell had hit i had been punched in the gut and the only thing that i could think about in my feeble little horrible mind is i'm about to get kicked out of the clan that was it i wasn't thinking about her i wasn't thinking about her feelings i wasn't thinking about the pregnancy only thing that was on my mind was how in the world am i going to deal with this now because here i am in merlin with this clan with this family if i go in this room and explain to them that i have a child on the way i am going to be killed that's what's running through my head so i got off the phone with her and i walked in the, other room. the entire clan is in there and they're looking at a tv watching a movie i tell sifu and the whole clan that angel called me and told me that she's pregnant the whole room goes silent nobody knows what to say nobody knows what to do sifu gets up and he goes and says that he has to consult the master so he goes into the back room of the apartment that we're staying in at that time and he stays back there for what had to have been an hour and when he comes out he gives me strict instructions first he says that i have disgraced the clan And their family, and that stain is going to live with us forever. But then he says, You are to go down there and get rid of that baby. He sent A with me, and we go down. And the first thing I do when I get back is I go and see Angel. And in the next couple of days, we talk and we discuss what has to be done. We have to get rid of this child. And I can see the pain in her face, I can see the anguish in her face. And we started taking. Visits to the abortion clinic, and they explained the process to her. And and what was so damning was the constant call and checkup that were done by the clan while this process was going on, ensuring, making sure that there was no issue. Everything goes as planned. We spun a whole different story for her parents. Told them that the doctor said that she had health issues that would have been dangerous if she had the child. We we made up all kinds of stories for her parents and for mine the entire time angel is doing every single thing she can to comply with whatever it was that i want and the entire time is eating her up inside the day came when she was to have her surgery and truth be told it didn't take long we were there first thing in the morning and we were gone by luck and things just were never the same after that and i don't really know how they could have because as i rode back to maryland when it was time for me to return there was an emptiness inside of me because i had just taken the life of my child for this clan that has yet to produce anything of substance beyond physical elevation i'm sure Angel hated me. I'm sure that moment damaged our love for all eternity. But I think that that situation did more to both of us than just that. I think what it did was it gave us a taste of true darkness and what it feels like to allow yourself to do the most horrific thing you can think of and walk away. If there is anything, and this is the most sincere moment of this podcast that I've given you guys yet. If there is anything in my entire time that boils my blood and causes me to be furious internally, while at the same time gives me the lowest level of sadness and depression, it is the thought that I sacrificed my first child for a lie. Well, that's all I got for you guys this this week. Um, there's so much more that I have to say about relationship. In all honesty, I wanted to get more in than this, but I have went far longer than what I intended. So I'm going to have to do a part two to relationship because there's much more because you have to know about CB so that you can understand how I got away. But remember, this is enlightenment. I want you guys to wake up, stay sharp, don't fall for the same tricks that I did. and let's grow together i love you guys keep your head up peace